Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. My name is... Guys, this is going to be Six Squad Pod. Um, both of us are feeling under the weather, but we're going to get through it. What's going on? <laughs> you still never said who you were. <laughs> I'm Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Mopar and uh, Commander Cody here with you. Um, episode 118. I always like doing that. That's just for me. Um, just so you remember where in, we are. Well, it just keeps me in line. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, it, 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 it hits the feels a little bit, you know. 118 episodes in, you know. It's like, it's like our it. baby. It's like a baby. It's four years old. It's going on four, right? Four yeah. Years. January. In January, so we're we're quickly coming up to our four year anniversary. Um, so yeah, we're, it's some shit. it's moving along. It's moving been some along. shit. Um, <clears throat> if you guys are checking us out for the first time, which you're not, because <clears throat> all we have is repeat customers. That's all we got. <laughs> um, but you guys, if you're just listening to the podcast on any of your major streaming apps or and or programs or whatever, uh, you guys can catch us live. We've been uh, recording Sunday nights. Um, you guys can head on over to YouTube and subscribe to us, Rogue Squadron Podcast. And that way, it'll give you a notification when we do go live. So you can message us as uh, a lot of danguses do. Um, and then yeah. there's like one uh, gentleman. I don't know which <laughs> one it is. Which one they, can, is. they can battle it out for the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the title of the one gentleman. Forgot to say also, I'm Commander Cody. And this is Commander Cody. We do want to, we're, we're going to be, well, why don't you just uh, hold it up here and uh, <laughs> which one? Not the Commander Cody, the, the ah, prize yes, we're going to be yes, giving yes. away. So we got uh, exclusive from Hascon, the new Black Series Captain Rex. I almost um, like the box more than the, the dude, actual. The box, yeah, it's sick. And it's got like this fucking, I don't even know what this is on the back. But it looks cool and it slides out. Got the camera all backwards and shit. But uh, yeah, okay. we got I got an extra copy of the clone Captain Rex. I got mine out of the box. <laughs> you can see him here. Dakota said, don't look at it. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota has dibs. But my favorite part about this, everyone knows Rex from the Clone Wars and Rebels, but this actually has Tamara Morrison's face. It's Django from episode two. Old style. Yeah, that's cool. He looks awesome. It's a really that's cool that you can actually pull the helmet off too, because a lot of these things is yeah. just like a solid suit. And he's got in his little holsters. He's got his pistols. He's got this gun, and he's got another gun, and this fancy little robe shit happening. It's a really, really well done figure, um, and it's movable too. Like even like the fucking ankles move side to side. Like there's a lot of joints on this thing, so it's a good one. Um, like I said, Hascon exclusive, so it's somewhat rare. Nab two of them, luckily. So we'll be giving that away. Uh, next, it's, what? Well, episode one nineteen. So what's yeah. next Sunday's date here? Next Sunday. So uh, that'll be October eighth. Yep, October eighth. Um, so if you guys want to be in the running for that, join us live October eighth. We'll be. We'll call it. Uh, you want to do seven thirty? Yes, seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. Seven thirty 
Eastern time. Make sure you uh, are uh, subscribed on YouTube because you have to be live. We're going to pick from everyone that's live on the show. So make sure you definitely subscribe. You, you get the notification. You can pop in. We can get a view of the chat room and then we'll pick a winner at random. Um, yeah, so we're pretty excited for that. Uh, I, I'm actually pretty surprised. I, I know the Black Series have, uh, across the border, usually um, higher quality, but I know for uh, The Last Jedi, there was a couple under, under quality. That, oh, yeah. do I want to say? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like we were going over when we went out for Force Friday, me and Tommy Boy. It just, they're hit or miss for me. And there's some people out there that collect literally every Black Series figure because, you know, they're higher quality than, like, the smaller toys and whatever. And they are, but there's some that just, based on the character, how they did it, just don't look that great. And so I'm very particular about the ones that I get. But you know I'm all about the clones, so I have, had to get me some Rex. Also, um, so I, I was in town last weekend for the, the drunk-ass <laughs> podcast episode that we did Best with the four of us. episode ever, if you haven't heard was, that. Go yeah, back with um, Lord Kerner in the house. Episode 117 was awesome. So, yeah, we did that whole nonsense and everything. And, of course, Mopar forgot his headphones. So, um, I guess oh, it yeah. doesn't affect you guys if you're just listening. But, uh, yeah, if you guys are watching, I left my headphones uh, back in Columbus. So. It's okay. As long as you can hear me, it doesn't matter. That's and all even that matters because I don't want to hear whatever. shit from anybody else. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to hear the chat room, so it's okay. So what do we got uh, for the uh, patrons while you're looking that up? Guys, we do have a Patreon page. What do we and got? we appreciate, we, uh, well, I know we took in their goddamn Dateris uh, today because I got a notification that I gave my money up today. So if you guys are uh, fans of the podcast, loving the podcast, um, and want to support us in any which way you can, head on over to patreon.com slash Rogue Squad Pod. Um, do it. Uh, and any little bit, $1, $2, $5. I mean, well, whatever you guys feel um, that you can just forget about. I mean, a, a monthly thing? Come on, two bucks? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. And, and it, goes, it goes a long way for us. So we definitely do appreciate it. And we're, we're not just doing this for us. We're, uh, we love to hear back from you guys. So outside of the Patreon stuff, um, reach out to us. I know some people are starting to come out of the woodwork. Uh, and it's awesome. We love hearing from you guys. Um, and even if it's something that like, hey, Mopar's a jackass because uh, Star Wars is definitely science fiction. No, and that, that's awesome. So, um, uh, yeah, just reach us. out to us. You can you can email us or DM us. Uh, it's Rogue Squadron Podcast at Gmail. That's where most of our drunken emails and drunken uh, messages come from anyways. Um, so, I'm done ranting and raving. Do it. Dakota was asking me about this Chewy that I have. This is the Six Inch Black Series from um, Force Awakens when it came out. That line, that was two years ago. Cool find. Chewie's one of my favorites. He was my favorite while uh, for a while before Commander Cody. So, you know, and then I had to, you know, take up the mantle of the clone with my name. So I do. I am scared for Chewbacca's demise. Con continuance. Yeah. Yeah. If they I kill don't him think off, he's going to live. Sad. Oh, I have man. a feeling they're not only going to take Chewie out, whether it's in eight or nine, not only Chewie, but the Falcon's going to get destroyed. I feel like they're, they're going to start clearing... Like burning out all the deadwood, like just getting rid of people and moving moving shit forward. Yeah, I think they if, have if to. they don't, I think yeah, the people are going to be outraged. But I th I think it still makes sense for for Chewbacca because of his species, and he can be like three hundred years old, so it still does make sense. Yeah, um, I mean, he should be on like a manhunt for Kylo Ren. 
Like he Very should, I true. Want, he should be pissed in the Last Jedi, trying to get revenge for Han. You know, I recently watched the the Force Awakens um, after we were ranting and raving about it last few episodes. On today, yeah. Um, I'm getting more and more pissed about it, but it is still my favorite. <laughs> the one thing that I really is unforgivable is the fact that they did the Death Star thing again. Like when people complain about that, I get it. And no, it's 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 way beyond that. Like little things, like like the Wrath Tars, and when Finn gets pulled by the Wrath Tar, I'm I'm what my mind goes straight to is um, the trash the compactor. trash compactor, yeah, and the, and Luke getting taken away. I'm like, dude, if we line this stuff up, it's probably the exact <laughs> same movie. They're just using different aliens and different. But that's different- not as egregious as another giant sphere of death. Yeah, to me, no, that's I, the one that. And like I said last episode, not only. Is it a giant sphere of death? It's like 20 times the size and it's a planet and it moves from galaxy to galaxy and sucks up the sun. It's a little outrageous, but fuck I it, don't whatever, even understand man. how it moves. I still don't believe it or get it. I don't even understand how it moves. <laughs> like, how do the Death Stars move? Well, they have like, uh, they have hyperdrives and shit. They can travel. But if it's a planet, I don't know how the planet can move. That doesn't make sense. And it also wouldn't make sense if they built that giant star killer death machine on a planet that's in one system that can't move and just got one use out of it. Doesn't make any sense either. I need JJ to explain it to me. Yeah. Shoot us an email whenever you get a chance. Uh, what, what is his real name? Like John Justin Jacobs, Jackson. Jankelheimer Smith Abrams. <laughs> oh, dear God. Don't <laughs> let Mopar make something up. It's going to go off the rails. Um, all right, guys. As we do every episode, we'll, we'll jump into our beer review. Ding-a-ling, ding-a-ling. Cracking it open um, with our new uh, bottle opener from um, Tugboat Chump out of Alaska and Washington. Depending on if he's on call or not. I'm doing it with my lighthouse bottle opener from Prince Edward Island uh, up in Nova Scotia. So, I was sick earlier in the week and I got kind of drunk on Friday. I felt terrible yesterday. I probably shouldn't be drinking this right now. Um... But for the good of the podcast, I will have some beer. <laughs> for the good of the podcast. I got it. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got it kind of thinking that it's a little outrageous. So if I don't like it, I'll just fuck it and pour it out. But if I do, you know, maybe I'll get a little bit of, a little bit giggly out of it. Um, Mopar. Mopar is getting triggered. I'm getting All triggered. Right. I'm getting triggered from the label. This is from Knee Deep Brewing Company. It's called the Simtra. Did you already pour it out? I poured it, but I haven't smelled it yet. The Contra. Simtra. <laughs> the Contra. The Galactic Ale. Uh, it's a triple IPA. It's 11%, 11.25%, and 131 IBUs. So I'm going to die for the good of the podcast. <laughs> Mopar's just breaking out the uh, standard day shoots pale ale. It's their uh, Mirror Pond. Um, 5% alcohol. We're going fucking average over here. And uh, 40 IBUs. Uh, Deschutes is out of Bend, Oregon. Um, now, I don't know. All of our Patreon members have seen and are a part of a um, uh, like a private chat with us. Yeah. Uh, and this and this weekend, I was showing off the uh, the uh, refrigerator and how stocked it is. Um, <laughs> stocked, dodgy. So I I literally have like 50 craft beers that I can choose from. We've got everything from uh, the Voodoo Ranger to, um, I mean, there's tro- there's like four different trogues in there. There's three different Great Lakes. 
There's uh, four different day shoots in there. Um, and then there's a uh, Citradelic also is in there oh, at first. Nice. Um, and I do have a Miller Lite left too. So always got to have options. a Miller Lite on stock. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, it's kind of weird, uh, like going in. Cause it's like every time you and I go to a brewery or even, uh, you know, a bar, we stare and we're like, oh, I don't know what I want, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm doing that every time I open a goddamn refrigerator. <laughs> it's I not just a bad stare. I'm like, have. that looks good. Yeah. That's 110%. So I don't feel like doing that. And it's, and it's like 11 a.m. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Dakota asked really quick, how old is Chewy? Uh, Chewy's birthday is 200 BBY. So by the time of episode seven, he's like 240. Um, and he also said that this label looks 3D on the camera. I thought he was talking about mine because mine keeps adjusting. So it looks like it's half cross-eyed and shit. No, right, mine guys. is... The, the hops on this label are actually printed like a 3D looking thing, but... Oh, eh, okay. Okay. Enough. Okay. I get it. <laughs> smells like the most bitterest thing ever. Mine smells like <sighs> an extra bitter pale ale. This isn't an IPA. I don't know why I put myself through this stuff. Just for you guys. For the good of the podcast. Just for you fuckers. It's entertaining when Commander or Mopar gets fucking hammered. (laughs) Ooh, okay. Commander's wincing already. Oh my god, it's just like liquid alcohol and hops. That's it. (laughs) That's all that's there. Oh god, okay. Okay, you want me to start? That was a little dramatic, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Let me have a second. Um, mine, mine doesn't stand, or I'm sorry, mine, mine doesn't taste like a standard pale ale. Uh, I hate to be breaking out fucking Lord Kerner over here. Standard pale ale. Standard but Indian it really pale ale. And he always I, says Indian pale ale. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking jackass. There's, there's something in this that I can't put my finger on. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of throwing me for a loop. Can you put your I, I feel like on pale, it? pale pale ales all have like a a standard taste, and then you can add to that. This one is kind of like off and left field, I guess. Um, it's not, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's uh, not hitting my taste expectations. <laughs> taste expectations. My taste expectations. Yeah, this is just like really strong, and it's one of those strong beers that. They didn't hide the alcohol very well. It's it it's one of the warm chest feelings with because so, so much alcohol in it. <sighs> you, what have I got myself into? <laughs> so this is Best Buy. So this is uh this is uh, expired. Uh, that's <laughs> no, and that's the bad thing. That's the worst thing to find out. Like this is not that great. Oh, it's expired. Fuck. Well, and to be fair, that's why I my refrigerator stocks so much because the stuff that we can buy on discount or get for free is the stuff they can't sell anymore. Um, so if it's like within a month of expiration, they, they give it away or they sell it real cheap because there's no point in shipping it to another right. county and having them try to sell it. So You know what's um, annoying about this is it says, not men for aging, enjoy this fresh. Because, you know, some strong beers, you're supposed to age them. But it says not to age it, but then it doesn't have a date on it. So I don't know if it's expired or not. I looked all about. There's no fucking date. Well, as it sits there, it's getting older and older, so you better chug it up. <laughs> don't don't tempt me, Frodo. You better drink it down. <laughs> Not doing it. Drink it, drink it, drink it up, drink it. <sighs> um, yeah, like I said, it's a triple IPA from Knee Deep. It's the first thing I've ever had by Knee Deep. Um, if Say, you, so what? where are <clears throat> they out of? Um, it, uh, uh, Auburn, 
uh, California. Okay. So, yeah. But uh, for those of you that couldn't see it, it's in a one of the big tall boy. I don't know. What, these have a name. It's, it's like a pint, it's a pint six. Um, but it's yeah, those, pint those six? tall. Yeah, that's what it says. One pint six. So 22 ounces. It's um, like a 1.6, but one pint six. One of those big, like, uh, like arrogant bastard style bottles. But anyways, um, yeah, like I said, it's really, really bitter and it's really, really strong. So like uh, the strength of it overwhelms the flavor. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one pint six. That's not even a 40. So it's like a half 40. Yeah, it's 22. 22 ounces. Okay. Um, it's not that great. Um, it's not the worst thing ever, but man, when it's that strong and it's 130 fucking seven IBUs, the scale is only point, supposed to go to a hundred. So what the hell guys? 1.6 is 25.6 fluid ounces. Actually. Sorry. It's not 1.6 pints. It's a pint, six ounces. Okay. A pint, six. Sorry. I don't know. 16 plus six. Fuck you guys. You know, <laughs> trying to get confusion squad body going on. Confusion. Oh my god. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, all right, we I got a, Mo- um, Mopar is going to be faring a lot better than uh, Commander. Probably at the beginning of the have, show here. I only have one of them, luckily. So I got 44 <laughs> of them. Uh, <laughs> I saw, I saw the fridge <laughs> stacked, stacked. Um, I'm going to go a solid one. It's outrageous. But if uh, you're in for something extreme on a particular night, go for it. It's not terrible. It's not the worst thing you'll ever have. But it's way too strong to be drunk um, frequently. So at your own risk, as it were. Um, it does have a profile description here. A crisp, single hop pale ale with floral and citrus notes from 100% Cascade hops and a smooth caramel malt Character. Now, I always say caramel unless they're talking about beer and it's, and it's caramel. Caramel. Um, I don't get any of that. So I think it's just rotted <laughs> ass at this point. Um, and to be fair, I even, you know, usually you can still taste what they were going for. This stuff isn't blended that well. Uh, I'm going to give this one as a one as well. Um, hmm. That's unfortunate I'm, I'm not, to hear because Day Shoots has been like really solid. Well, and that's what I was going to say is I don't. I don't think Day Shoots is one of my favorites, and it's always been like a a very solid two across the board, and maybe like a handful have been threes. But um, yeah, I'm not impressed with this uh, Mere Pond Pale Ale. Um, I was talking last episode and probably the week before that I was meaning to get that new Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Yeah. What are you going to say about that? They put out the new one every year. Um, Well, I had that actually earlier in the week. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't wait another fucking week to record before I could have it. So I bought it. It's really good. Every year, it's been fucking solid since we had it in uh, 2015. With next time, back in the old house. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been getting that thing every season. It's awesome. So I recommend that Sierra Nevada. They do a custom one with a uh, a collaboration with an actual German brewery. Uh, they do an Oktoberfest. It's a new one every year. New recipe every year. So go find it. It's good. Hmm. It's good. Um, we got a voicemail, a gram. Do you want to hear that shit? Not really, but let's do it. <laughs> not really. Why not really? We uh, So we opened up a voicemail thing for um, 
for our patrons so they can send us some bullshit. I don't know what this is. I have no preparation. I've never heard this before in my life. <laughs> Let's run it. Is no one going to fucking talk about that Luke and Leah have an older brother? His name is goddamn C-3PO. Fucking pissed. <laughs> so Luke and Leia have an older brother named C-3PO. Named goddamn uh, C-3PO. Oh yeah, goddamn C-3PO. And uh, Connor's pissed about it. He's pissed. Is there an inside joke there that I missed? He kind of sounds like Mitch Hedberg the way he said the stuff. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought too. Is anyone going to fucking talk about? <laughs> hey, and, and pissed. So, um, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, that their older brother, I guess. You know, that's one thing that I really wish C-3PO wasn't a part of uh, the new saga. To be fair. He's not in it that much. I'm okay with it. We get a lot more BB-8. Oh, why? This just hit me. Anakin built 3PO. Why did I forget that for half a second? Yeah, that's why they're... Yeah. Sorry, guys. Fucking 11%. Thank the maker. <laughs> that's what he's... He's thanking Darth Vader. <laughs> Thank you, Darth Vader. Oh, man. If only he remembered all that shit. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so that's do they do they, know, ah, do they know that? I don't think so. Luke and Leia probably have no idea. You know, that's a that's weird because even in episode four, uh, Obi Wan alludes to uh, well, Obi Wan alludes to well, what am I trying to say? R2 D2 says he was owned by Obi Wan at some point, but C3PO wasn't a part of that, so it was kind of weird that. I don't ever ever remember owning a droid. I don't think R2 was even part of that either. He just said it to get Obi-Wan to follow him or something. That's really weird that Obi-Wan wouldn't remember that, though. That's such a big plot hole. You think that's just one of the... Oh, that's true. Even if, He didn't own R2, but he definitely would have remembered him. He saved him like 12 times in the first fucking three movies. <laughs> R2 saved everyone. Everyone would be dead if it wasn't for R2. There would be no Star Wars if it wasn't for R2. Doesn't in episode three, like ten weeks before he says that, uh, ten weeks. Yeah, he's like R two, aim for the buzz droid center eye. Yeah, and, and then like yeah, two years later he's like R two. I ain't never heard of that bitch. I gotta get out of here. One too many tattooing fucking wheats at the bar. Yeah, you burn out them brain cells. The force gives up on you. <sighs> or maybe he has more force but just less memory, or less midichlorians and more alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'd pick. <laughs> so what's going on? <sighs> Man, just trying to talk like a human again. Everyone can hear. <laughs> talk like a human. We got fucking space aids and shit. Space aids. <laughs> um, well, let's dive into a few things. Let's do some small things. So the main news that we got is um, a new trailer for... It's not even a trailer. It's like a detailed video about Battlefront 2 which we're all fucking wired up for. Narrated by Finn, and it just goes through all the game modes, the vehicles, heroes, shit like that, and just... They made a point to say so much more than the first Battlefront because they know they fucked it up, <sighs> which I I, th I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, so we got a cool video about Battlefront 2, all the details, and then we got another snippet from the story mode with some cool droid that has Palpatine's face, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So that's the big thing. So that's coming a little bit later. Um, if you guys haven't heard, the last Jedi trailer is supposed to premiere Monday Night Football next week. So eight days from today. Eight days. Let's let's uh, walk through the actual uh, getting into some details about the about the front though, because um, they started releasing different stuff like the list of 
maps and or planets. They have the entire list of heroes um, for Battlefront 2. Right. Uh, and, and a lot of people are getting kind of pissed and I'm kind of there. Um, so, yeah. All right. So <clears throat> I broke it down by what we've seen so far. They haven't showed us everything. Um, so the coolest thing is that they're bringing back all eras of Star Wars, which everyone was pissed about from the first one. We've talked about ad nauseum about how annoying it was. So we have a list of places that we're going to get. Um, the first few are just in uh, campaign mode, but for multiplayer, we have Death Star 2, Kashyyyk, Ryloth, Jakku, Endor, Hoth, Kamino, Starkiller Base, Yavin 4, Mos Eisley, Unknown Regions, which I think is a space battle, Naboo, Takadana, which is Mos Kanata's Palace, and Fondor, which I think is another space battle only. So a wide range of things. I'm super psyched to be on Kamino again. That's going to be fucking awesome. Hoth is a classic. Endor is a classic. Um, Death Star 2 is going to be interesting because I saw some footage of them fighting inside the Death Star, which we played in Battlefront 2, but it didn't actually happen in the movie, but that's going to be cool to see. Just run around the fucking Death Star base attacking people. So we have things from all three areas, but the heroes that we've seen so far is Rey, Darth Maul, Kylo Ren, Boba Fett, Han Solo, Luke, Leia, and Yoda. So if you paid attention in that list, the only people from the prequel era right now are Maul and Yoda. And then Obi-Wan? The, There's no Obi-Wan? Not that we've seen yet. So they haven't given everything away. They've only given about half of them away. Is the ones that I just listed off. And then the first DLC is going to include uh, Finn and Captain Phasma. But prequel era, like we've seen the whole footage that we saw from um, E3 and from GamesCon was that giant battle on Naboo. So it was pretty much all prequel shit right there. And then they threw in Rey just as the hero, which was cool. But for the only heroes that we've seen from the prequel era to be Maul and Yoda, that's just unforgivable. Now, I know they're going to release in DLC, so I'm hoping, like, if we go through this game and don't have Anakin Skywalker, that's unforgivable. And Obi-Wan I Kenobi, they hmm. just, they're going to have, they're going to have to be pumping out DLC like crazy for this shit. They have the Emperor... But they don't have Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. They do have the Emperor, too. That's another one I forgot to list. The Emperor, Darth Vader. I haven't seen Vader, actually. Uh, that's what it says here. Multiplayer mode. So I've got a different list, probably. Uh, Rebel Heroes, Chewbacca, Luke, Leia, Han. Yeah. Um, the Resistance, they've got Ray Finn and Poe. Really? That can't be right. We're almost at the list when... of 14. I'm going off of the ones that we've actually seen in the gameplay and in okay. that trailer. Um, but there's a lot of speculation on what's going to happen or who they're going to include. Um, but I did see the Emperor. So I'll, I'll put that one on the list. Um, now, there are different heroes for... Um, there's hero starfighters, too. So we have Han yeah. in the Falcon, Boba in Slave One, Maul in his Sith Infiltrator, Poe in the Black One X-Wing, and Kylo and his new motherfucking badass TIE Silencer. And we also Silence. saw Yoda in a Jedi Starfighter. Hmm. So we got a good glimpse about half the Starfighter heroes and half of the actual heroes that we're going to see. <sighs> they they need to... If the, all the missing heroes right now need to be prequel era. We need Obi-Wan and um, like Count Dooku. Grievous. Grievous. Uh, Anakin. I'd love to have Qui-Gon in the game. That's a kind of a stretch. The problem with this is that they just have... 
there's so for, there's 40 years of Star Wars now. There's so much stuff that they could do. They have to be. I understand they have to be kind of particular, but I mean, there's some there's some big names li- missing from that list right now. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Just hoping they they do it right because. I, I really have a, a bad feeling about this. <laughs> um, that it's just gonna be it's just gonna be the first battlefront just with a couple more characters and they're gonna be like, hey, eighty more dollars. See No, it. I don't have that fear because from what we've seen, the details on the map modes and the, the new classes and things like that, it's not gonna be like that. I just maybe I just don't wanna wait. Maybe I'm just impatient. Um Dakota is saying you think they're gonna have the hangars and the ship interiors and the space battles. Uh, that would be awesome. I've seen some gameplay of the Starfighter Assault, and they didn't have any of that. You just spawned in a ship, kind of like in the first one. So I don't think so. That'd be cool. And then he also says, yeah, they're going to hold everything cool for the fucking DLC. Which I get. At least Who it's going to be that? free this time. Scragota Jones. But no. I just... Um, I want the prequel stuff right away. The cool thing is yeah. that they can continually add stuff as the movies comes out, you know? Like episode eight's gonna come out, we're gonna get some extra shit. Han Solo well, Who are they gonna add? Snoke? I don't know. Bathrobe Snoke. Here I don't he know. Is. We haven't that He's waterlogged <laughs> and he you can you could squeeze him out like a squeegee. His special ability is he just moons everyone opens his robes <laughs> that's what he looks like is, is like a streaker in on a football game where he's just yeah whoop. dude have you seen the picture of um what he looks like what the like the action figure looks like under the robes no oh my god it's the worst thing in the world anyone that is uh <laughs> i was tweeting mad shit about it but uh snoke on black series robes I'm gonna try to find this. I'll send it to you. Uh, and it, some people need to go look that up. It was on our Twitter too. It just uh, it's fucked. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, I'll see if I can find it. And I'll send it to you. All right, let me know. Yeah, I will. Um, so one thing that I came across today uh, that really triggered triggered it all. Avatar. Do we have they to be are, triggered every episode? They are filming four more movies for Avatar. Wait Just a let that, Yeah, let that set in. Before we get triggered, <laughs> pissed, hammer bust. Are we, are we done with the battlefront? No, let's keep talking about that. Because it's a pretty... <laughs> I want to I get through it because it's a pretty intense... What we've seen, I mean, this is the most information we're going to get until the beta comes out next week and then the game comes out. So... Yeah. Um, so vehicle-wise, one of the cool things we've been yelling about since we played Battlefield is the variety of vehicles and things in ground battles. So we see a bunch of that stuff in the Naboo uh, gameplay that we've seen. Naboo starfighters and the, the CIS droids and stuff. While the ground battle's going on, they're dogfighting in, in the air. And then there's um, walkers and turrets and things like that. Which is pretty cool. And as far as the Starfighter one goes, they had... So in the first one, they only had two um, two different ships. TIE Fighter and the Interceptor. So this one, it adds a third. So the Empire has... It was just Rebels versus Empire. So I don't know what the First Order should has. But it was uh, TIE Fighters, TIE Interceptors, and TIE Bombers for the Empire. And then A-Wings, X-Wings, and Y-Wings. 
So pretty much the same type of class on both sides. But mm-hmm. adding that extra ship in there makes a big difference. And then, of course, you had the fucking heroes flying in. Boba Fett laying down seismic charges left and right. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's smooth. Um, the space battles across the board, even in like Battlefront 2, the original... Uh, even how, for how good it was, it was difficult to like fly around and actually like shoot down ships. I've always been terrible at that. Yeah. Um, so I and you know I guess there there's a level of uh, um, I don't know like you have to learn how to do it. There's a level of gameplay that you have to just understand because even in like a uh, battlefield, some of the like helicopters and shit, if you're not an ace in that stuff, I mean it's not going to work. And then if you are an ace, you're just going to be fucking wrecking people. Yeah. Well, and then you put out like server info shit that says, don't, don't shoot me down or you'll get kicked. (laughs) Yeah. Don't win or you're going to get out of here. (laughs) You can't get, yeah. Hey, I did see Um, some footage of someone was playing as Darth Maul and fight fighters were like flying in and he did the throw lightsaber and it actually blew up the fucking ship. As it was shit. like zooming down to like take him out, he just threw lightsaber and just blew the shit right out of the sky. It's fucking that's crazy. Some, that's some Mopar straw shit. Exactly. Yeah, you now you're gonna be Darth Maul running around throwing your lightsaber in the air <laughs> over and over again, <laughs> trying to get it. Um uh, the biggest thing that we were waiting for as Battlefield fans is the classes, and that's back. Thank God. I think that alone is gonna add such a difference. Um, Can I choose on where I spawn? Because fuck, fuck the partner shit. That's true. And I hope there's... I don't know yet, but I hope there's actual squads of five people like in Battlefield. Four, five, or six or something. Mm-hmm. And different spawn points, command points, and things like that. I, I have to assume, but I don't really know. I have to find out on Wednesday when the beta comes out. Um, but they got Sweet. the Assault Heavy Specialist and Officer class, which is cool. And then they changed the... Um, so those stupid little card, Pokemon cards that you have to pick up, there are still some of those, but there's also ones that you get just by doing well in the game and you unlock points and then you can call reinforcements in. Kind of like in Galactic Conquest and the other one, you could get that extra bonus. But these you actually get, you earn points while you're playing and then you can call them in. So there's a special unit for every um, every force. So clones have the Flame Troopers, CIS has the Super Battle Droids, Rebels have the Wookiees, and Empire has the Death Troopers. So you can call them, you can like spawn as a Death Trooper as like an upgrade or something. Once you're doing well enough, you can call it in. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, which, because that, that's kind of how it was in the in the second one. Once you do good enough, the first person to get to X points gets to be Obi-Wan, come in and start wrecking shit, and then the next person does. So that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Because if they, I'm telling you, if they just did Battlefield, and put fucking lightsabers in it and put it on Camino. I would have been game for that. <laughs> well, they couldn't do exactly that, but I think we're going to get as close as we we possibly can. Um, I did notice when they were like showing the um, like the equipment and the upgrade screens for a specific class. It did remind me of Battlefield a lot. Like there's specific guns for every class. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't use a sniper if you're a fucking support or like assault class, or whatever. So. It did kind of seem like that. You can get specific upgrades for your guns. It was very, um, it resembled Battlefield in that way, which is good. So just fingers crossed. We'll find out soon. Um, last just thing that force, we'll... force squad participation. 
I love the fact, well, I love and hate it, depending on if I'm alone or not. Yeah. If, I, if I'm playing Battlefield by myself, I shouldn't be able to win by myself <laughs> because that's not how you... And, you know, for the most part, you can't. So it, it's a difficult game to play by yourself. But it's rightfully so because you're not going to walk into a war with a goddamn <laughs> sniper rifle and, and change the whole fucking war. You it's need to work together, take, take shit over, blow up different stuff, and commence through the goddamn. Um, I'm just... I don't want it to be cl- too close to like Call of Duty where you can just run in, one guy can take, get 90 kills and then it's game over he, and you didn't even like see the guy on the map. Yeah, um, that's one thing that really sets Battlefield as apart is how is the epic scale of it and how important objectives are and squad, um, squads and working together and teamwork. Well, and it's cool because, you know, if you're running around like an assault guy uh, and then you see like a fucking tank roll around the corner, you're like, well, shit. I don't you're have fucked. anything on me to do anything about this. Yeah. So that, but that's a cool aspect. It's like limiting and also it forces you to, you know, either decide to be a different class and or have someone in your group that can handle that situation. Right. Um, and that way, you know, hey, I'm going to target it, run the fuck over here in a corner and hide for my life. Uh, and then maybe one of the sniper guys can fucking zoom at it or, or uh, you know, Target it. And that's where I think they did something really cool with the officer class, which we're going to see, is because they're not very strong. Like, they, it's uh, the fucking British guy in the little felt suit. It's a support guy. He He can get taken out. Yeah, exactly. But that's the cool thing is like, you can't just spawn as an officer and run into the middle of battle and just dominate. Like, that's a part of the, uh, the class system where you have to work and help your squad doing that shit. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to have any type of spotting because I didn't see anything even near that. And that's one... God, why would I've never seen that in game before beside Battlefield 4. And we'll end the first one too, but... I love it. It's such a game changer because that makes so much sense. Hey, there's a tank uh, below you and just like, oh shit, there's a tank below me. Now it's on my fucking map and I can deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It is, yeah, it's one of the best small features that you don't even think about until you're saving people's lives left and right in the game. So hopefully, I don't know. It also pisses me off because as I'm trying to sneak around, trying to kill someone, someone will tag me and uh, and then the guy that I'm sneaking around will just turn around and blow my head off. I'm like, dude, <laughs> how the fuck did it, how did he know? And it, it's just like someone else must have fucking tagged me yeah. and knew I was there. Yeah. Oh, so frustrating. Um, speaking of Battlefield, Dakota is asking, why do we think Battlefield 1 failed? I don't think it failed, but it's a much more difficult game. Um, and it's not as fluid. Um, so it's a tad slower and purposely so. I mean, it's it's older equipment. It's older vehicles. It's an older time. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think it makes sense to be a little slower game. Battlefield 4 is so quick. Um, and, I, you know, with the graphics being so much better, it's going to be somewhat slower regardless. Um, but like I said, I think it makes sense. I don't know. I don't think it failed. Uh, I just prefer Battlefield 4, I guess. I think for us, it's we talk a lot about when you pick up certain things at a certain time and it just ends up sticking. Like we found Battlefield, man, it was like probably a week after we started the podcast back in 2014. Yeah. And we started close. playing it then. And then we would have these sessions where like we'd play Battlefield for like six hours and then record the podcast. And it just kind of like... I don't know. It tied it in, and we were playing it like multiple times every single week. We poured so many hours in that thing so quickly 
Um, so I think it was a timing issue as well. And there, I was into like six different games when Battlefield 1 came out. So I couldn't devote the time to really learn the game and get good at it. And then every time I go back and try to play with like Butter Clone and stuff, I just end up getting wrecked and then I get pissed and I don't even want to play anymore. So... Um, Dakota says he totally agrees with uh, the fast uh, aspect. He said, if Battlefield 4 were any faster, it would be teetering on a Call of Duty. Um, so it's a perfect game as it sits. It is uh, a perfect game. Yeah, I, and I, I mean, I, I think it's... it. The vehicles are what kind of slow it down, too. Because um, having a vehicle like a tank... You're not going to just like fucking 90 miles an hour, blow something off 90 miles an hour out. Yeah. It's going to be a slow moving diesel tank. Um, and, and it's going to slow the whole game down because that now you got to take four guys to target the goddamn thing, throw a couple mines down, hit it from the back 14 times and still not blow it up and then get triggered pissed. But it is kind of, you know, adding those vehicles and having them so integrated into the game. Yeah. Almost every like every map has vehicles and you have to deal with them not only as a transportation thing they get across the got the map right but but as a, a an offensive weapon and a defensive thing if you're if you're running in and shooting people and then you jump in the tank you completely change that whole small little battle yeah I, I just I love it that's one thing where I love those fucking um, assault speeders in the in battlefront one and two. That you could get on those maps, like on Naboo or on uh, Maz Eisley. You just get in those little speeders and you can just zoom around and just blow the shit out of things. Like having those back in the game is going to be huge. Like, I, yeah, I can't fathom why that wasn't in Battlefront, uh, the new Battlefront one. But yeah, having that back yeah. in there is going to, it's going to really change like how, uh, like the flow of battles and stuff in the game. And like I said, the smallest little thing can change. You could be chasing a dude. There'd be four of you chasing one dude and he jumps in a goddamn tank. Now look what the fuck happened. You're all running from the goddamn dude because no one's a, a, uh, an engineer and it can change the entire fucking game. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it, but uh, they've got to do it right. And uh, what I've seen so far, it, it looks like they've at least put uh, time and effort into the right things. So yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the thing that made me really happy is that in that explanation video, they were specifically noting how much more shit it has than the first one, which is good. Um, Dakota also said he needs to see Mace Windu too, yes. uh, which is which is a uh, major. Yeah, see, that's uh, they really if they do it right, they could make this game last like six or eight years. Yeah, because we got episode nine is not going to come out until twenty. Fuck, hundred twenty nineteen. And then there's going to be a whole new line of Star Wars stuff that we haven't, we don't even know about yet. So if they really make a solid game, they could add DLC consistently for a few years to cover every new Star Wars game. They could add Rebels characters in there. Whatever the next thing is, if they do another cartoon or a Netflix show or something, they could add that stuff in there. Like they, if they do it right, they could make it last. Dude, think about that though. If they started adding like Ezra and shit into Battlefront 2, there's no reason they shouldn't. Oh, dude, Asajj. Yes. Let's throw like let's throw some cool fucking people in there. Yes. Ahsoka. I just want to be Commander Cody on the screen. That's really all I care about. You know, honestly, Ahsoka <laughs> would be fucking badass and she could be the new um Ayla. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I mean like I said, they they it's got to be difficult though for them because they know that they could literally add whatever they want because there's so much Star Wars content. But you got to uh, I don't know. I think they have to be very, very careful with it, very particular. 
But yeah, I don't I don't see a reason why they couldn't put out like a Rebels DLC that just throws in Kanan, Ezra, Sabine, Callus, fucking Thrawn, all that shit in there. The ghost. Yeah. That'd be sweet, man. See the I mean, ghost just on the there? Fact, just the fact that you can be Princess Leia, why can't you be Tarkin running around with a fucking <sighs> pistol and shit? You can all the Leia's been in every single fucking game. West. It doesn't even make sense. She, why is she in battle? Like, that doesn't make any fucking it sense. Doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. But she is there. So why don't we throw a Tarkin in or a Thrawn or so, give someone a goddamn pistol and be the same thing on the bad guys? Well, they did throw a Krennic into the DLC on uh, the first one. Very true. And that's awesome, though, because uh, I did play with him. Uh, played as him. Guys, settle the fuck down. I didn't play with him. <laughs> I played with him. Um, I played with him. Um, <laughs> but he had an awesome gun, and I fucking love the sound yeah. of it. I, I think it was his. We got um, Wesker18 in here talking some shit. What up, man? Welcome. One thing that I really thought was a cool um, addition. You keep talking. Go grab a beer. <laughs> okay. Well, you're going to have to hear. <laughs> you have to hear what I'm going to say, ass face. Um, I'll tell the rest of you guys. Oh, actually, Dakota says you guys aren't into Rockstar games, right? Uh, we don't hate them. Um, our buddy Butterclone is really excited for Red Dead Redemption 2, which we saw the trailer. Actually, I didn't see the trailer. I saw that it came out. I didn't watch it yet. Um, he said the fucking graphics were awesome, but I haven't seen it yet. What'd you say? So, uh, Dakota was asking if we're fans of Rockstar and if we saw the Red Dead Redemption trailer. And I said I no, but Butterclone's obsessed with it. Um, I've I, heard nothing but good things, honestly, from the whole Red Redemption. 100% good things. I'm opening it up. So I actually moved on because that beer well. was not tastefully uh, good. So I, <laughs> I, I moved on to the, the classic Citradelic from New Belgium. No, that's not the classic Citradelic. That's the lime Citradelic. Oh, this is the exotic lime one. I was the wondering why it was so green. Fucking so fly it is the, in uh, this room exotic again. Exotic lime. Exotic lime ale. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Enjoy by... This isn't even a fucking date. Enjoy by 32865. Well, that that's I think that's many years from now. It's Fifty-two so it years old. It's from sixty-five. <laughs> um, I was Woo. gonna say before you walked away was, oh, one thing that I thought was badass in Battlefront One is when you're doing the hero mode. When Leia's out on the field, you can spawn as a like a rebel honor guard, as like one of her bodyguards. Yeah, and like when Krennic's out there, you can spawn as a death trooper guard. That was really cool. Just a small little feature. that, And it was only in that one mode, I'm pretty sure. No, you could do it in a normal battle because um, if, if your partner got a hero upgrade, you could you could join him as a sidekick. Um, yeah, those little bodyguard things were fucking sweet. That was a good addition. So hopefully that something like that carries over. But that was one, good, one thing that, that they definitely did right. So that's all the Battlefront multiplayer stuff. Um, we did see another clip. Uh, from the campaign mode. It was, you know, that red... Everyone's probably seen from the trailer that red droid. Its face lights up as Palpatine. Yeah. Well, he finally talks. So what happens is... Obviously, we know the Emperor dies in Episode 6. So Spoiler. Emperor Palpatine laid out a whole like contingency plan if he died. And he oh. has these messenger droids that look like the Imperial Guards in that red... And they have like recordings of Palpatine like dishing out instructions to like his higher admirals and shit. So that's why he's talking to Versio's dad. And it's obviously I'm dead. So these are the next steps for you to carry on the empire. So this Whoa, is, what if fuck, uh, man. in that contingency plan, he puts 
uh, one Snoke in charge. We could find a lot. So this is going to fill in the gaps between six and seven. Not every single gap, but a few gaps. All the gaps. A few many gaps. Um, and then I also, <clears throat> so our buddy John said, we had word that Ian McDiarmid was hitting the recording studio six months ago. Um, he said, "Is he could he maybe be have a uh, Emperor Palpatine cameo in Rebels?" And I thought, now that I've seen this messenger droid shit, that he's probably recording all of his bits for Battlefront. Bits, <laughs> all of his little tidbits, because they're these messenger droids are floating around with Palpatine hollow recordings on their face, telling people what to do and killing wouldn't, them if they don't uh, fucking follow through. Wouldn't, Pal wouldn't Palpatine's contingency plan just be like, "Listen, to Vader." Vader's dead also. I know, but he doesn't know that when he's making the contingency plan. He's probably got one for like every scenario. No, that's dumb. Fuck yeah. If I convert Luke and then I die, here's this one. If I die, Vader doesn't, here's this one. If we both die, here's this one. Who's he giving this shit to though? I don't know. Like if if he gave that to Vader, Vader been like, oh, he's dead? <laughs> yeah, just delete all that shit. I'm just going to take over. That's what he said. Well, everyone's still loyal to the Empire. And this was what, <laughs> this was what really... Said. Dakota said, execute order 70 or 67. 67. Just kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. This was what made... So, you know, a lot of Star Wars fans are really latched onto Legends now. And a, a lot of the Legend stuff started post-Episode 6. And it revolved around the Emperor's dead and Episode 6 just ends. But that obviously wouldn't be what happens when there's an entire empire that spans the entire galaxy as a giant fleet, motherfuckers everywhere. Mopar fell asleep. <laughs> that's what a lot of that old uh, EU and legend stuff is based off of and then people fucking love that love that shit so I, I just there's a lot of stuff <clears throat> to fill a lot of gaps to fill stuff to fill so Bopar, it, fill in, in the gaps fill in gaps guys let me uh, legends wise or regardless of what happens when there's a large dictator that dies, usually what fucking happens is it's a fucking struggle battle craziness uh, for the next person to get in charge. Yeah. So why did like the first order just contingency plan? No. And then what, what I also thought of is the first order. And I know we have order 66. Are they just calling it slightly different? Is it a part of a whole order contingency plan? That's a good idea. Is the, is the first order an actual order like that is first, in line with the first yep. contingency? Then we have the yes. second. It's a good idea. I like that. Um, also, if you got a Zach think, Merritt joining us, uh, his phone died. He's back. What a dangus. Sakaris. Um, okay. All right. So just random speculation theory mode off of that. So he obviously knew that Anakin Skywalker had an offspring and it was Luke and he blew up the Death Star. Do you think he was able to be like meditating in his fucking throne room or whatever? <laughs> and like, do you think Palpatine had any idea about also about Leia and also about like if, well, he would have been dead by that point. Never mind. I'm fucked. My whole thing's, my whole thing's gone. <laughs> But, I mean, it's kind of playing off of everything that, you know, you just said he would have a contingency plan with it for everything. Um, I was just and, trying to tie in, like, is there any way that he could have known that Kylo would have came in the future? Like, if he had any sense that, like, Leia was also Force-sensitive and would have had a kid, and, like, how does I don't that think get tied he, in? I think you give Palpatine too much credit for I all of this. I probably do. Um, 
I give Commander I, Cody the most credit, though. Oh. Mm. Um, what up, Nicole? Don't. Uh-uh. Um, what I'm trying to say is... Say it. I think that he may have had a contingency plan. Let's just call it ten th- a list of 10 things. The first order was to get the shit together, compile all the fleets, and put someone in charge. Well, what are, we, what, what are they in charge? Well, it's in charge of the first order. We're getting the first thing done off his fucking uh, Sith checklist. It's an interesting thought, man. I think we'll find out. November so I, or whatever the fuck it comes out. And I have I have so much uh, just question, so many questions about Snoke because he's not. Ask them. Do we? You know what's crazy is we don't even Tell know me. if Snoke's force sensitive. That's true. He's he's Supreme Leader Snoke, so he's just a title, and he's wrinkly. That's essentially all we know about Snoke. Doesn't look just wrinkly. It looks like he got fucked up by somebody. It was like a bear ate him and then spit him back out, and he survives. <laughs> <laughs> or a fucking rancor got a hold of him and he managed lumpa. to live. He don't. He don't like the snow anymore. He just. Uh. Uh-uh. He's pissed. Um. No, yeah, it's a I, good point. Like we don't know if he is. He's training Kylo, but. He could be well-versed in Jedi and Sith knowledge, but not actually Force-sensitive himself. It's possible. Like that librarian bitch in the Jedi archives. <laughs> she knows a shit ton about the Jedi. Wasn't she Force-sensitive? I don't know. I thought she was a Jedi. I thought she was just like the library curator. Well, I thought to be oh, a library you know, curator. No, I, th- I think she fucks around in Clone Wars with the lightsaber. I think I saw what? that and I was like... I had douche chills. So I was like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, this, defending like this grandma yeah. should not be fighting off people to save her books with a lightsaber. I think it makes sense. I thought everybody in the Jedi Temple had to be a Jedi. Like you're not allowed entrance unless you got a laser sword. Well, how are you supposed to feel when you went through Jedi training and now you're the fucking custodian? And you can't hey, go out on missions with Obi-Wan. You have to fucking sweep the floors. You gotta start somewhere. <laughs> That that's a really expensive fucking cleaning staff. You can't just hire some drunk off the street in Coruscant. You have to get an actual trained Jedi. Where are they getting their money from, by the way? Is there a fucking tax deduction a for tax? Jedi? And like, do people in the galaxy pay an extra nope. tax? No, nope. to- church and state. Church and state are separated, so the Jedi don't don't pay a tax. So they just I think go they're off part of the Adestics gang. So they like, just go g- off. G- give us ten percent. <laughs> the Jedi. And, and- <laughs> The Jedi uh, Order is just a front for some drug smuggling ring. That's how they make all their money. You know, I didn't even think about that, too. Why is everything the First Order, the Jedi Order, Order 66? What are these orders, and how can I get some fries? (laughs) First Order and a side order of Jedi. (laughs) No, man, I think we got to the root of the things on this episode. Uh The Jedi Order is a front for the Death Stick drug ring on Coruscant and that's how they make all their money. And they can afford that giant temple and thousands and thousands of how can they afford to go to all the ends of the galaxy and find all the little babies and abduct them and bring them back home? Just the commercial space on fucking uh, Coruscant alone. The tax has got to be outrageous. The entire planet's a city that's like the most expensive place to live in the entire galaxy. A side order of hashtag they have a giant fucking half pyramid as their temple. Man, unless they were there first, they put their roots down at Coruscant a long time ago. So they have, they, they've been paid off. They own the you know, real estate. So in, in the grand scheme of things, 
the Jedi, like when in the prequels, that is the most political the Jedi have ever been, to, yeah. to my knowledge. And they got fun. We go when we go back in time. They've always had Dantooine or the the first Jedi Temple or whatever the fuck we're talking what about. What up, Travis Dunn? Hey, 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 we're talking about some shit, Star Wars. Um, but think about it. So the Jedi have never been that political. They've never, and I don't know how long they've had a temple on Coruscant. Um, but the fact that they like moved everything there for that time period is almost like a reason why they got corrupted and so political that the, like they lost their own way. Like the fact that Luke is going away to the first Jedi temple to find himself and or set up a new Jedi order uh, makes so much sense because it did clearly didn't work next to the, you know, the fucking pentagrams of uh, pentagons in uh, WashingtonOrder.com DC. <laughs> it is like DC. Yeah. And everything just got messed up when they tried to do it that way. So I, I think it's, there's something to say about like, um, the old Republic where, like even during the Revan time where Dantooine, they have their own world where they can go and be their own thing. If they feel a need to get involved, they can. There's no political pressure to get involved because you're not a part of that shit. You're your own thing. Um, and I think that even even just being a part of the political landscape shined a light on them and put, put a lot of pressure on them. Like, hey, you guys have the power to stop this. Why the fuck aren't you? It's like... Well, you can't say no now because you are the good guys, right? Um, so there, yeah, I, I, it's, I, it could get real interesting. But JJ uh, um, Abrams is fucking this whole thing up. Kathleen Kennedy, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. I hate all the new stuff. It's a fuck. I hate it. Do you um, do you watch South Park? Uh, no, I don't. So I used to back in the day, and I've heard <clears throat> I've had multiple people telling me that I need to watch South Park, and also Rick and Morty, which is on my list. And they both happen to be on Hulu, which I already have. So how convenient is that? So anyways, I went, um, I started South Park last year's season, which is season 20. I started at the beginning. If you've seen those memes about member, do you remember? Do you remember? The member berries? Anyways, they make this joke about the national anthem and they need to get J.J. Abrams hired to reboot the national anthem because he's the best thing at rebooting things and making us all feel like we're kids again and bringing back all the the great... It's just a fucking joke about him rebooting Star Wars with The Force Awakens where it's a new thing because it's episode seven, but it's all the shit that we know before and we're all happy because we feel like kids again, even though some people are pissed. Oh, shit. Um, I was going somewhere with that. And 11%. And I can't remember. <laughs> Paul froze. Oh, bar. <laughs> This is the first time we've had technical difficulties in a long time. I have to take a picture of this because it looks like Mopar is about to have a rebuttal and now he's just frozen. <laughs> Mopar, did you hear my recording? whole thing about JJ? Are we recording? Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about JJ? Did you hear my whole thing about JJ? That was the whole point. About how he's ruining everything because it's the same thing but it's different? He's not ruining it. It's just funny because it he's the master of the reboot. Oh, yeah, because of Star Trek and everything. Yeah, and Star Wars. Uh, and Yeah, they have this whole joke. Everyone's protesting the national anthem, and we need to get J.J. Abrams in here to reboot the national anthem and make it great again. <laughs> God damn. He needs hilarious. to give us all the national anthem that we know and love, but something new. He's the king of the reboot. So that's what I, all I was saying. 
Because you shouted something about J.J. Abrams ruining everything. And I was like, wait, he's not. It's not true. It's bullshit. It's impossible. No. Oh, man. Uh, what do you think Luke's going to say? First thing. Opening crawl. Stars. Pan down to Octo. Luke grabs He's going to say one word. He's going to say one word. Shit. Leave. I thought He's, when we first saw that trailer in at Celebration, the first thing he said was breathe. I thought he said leave. The way it leave. sounded, I thought he said leave. Just I was like, leave. yes. Like, leave me the fuck alone, girl. I don't want any of this I shit. Yeah. Trying to get my dick wet on this island. Get out of here. So, I don't know. People are triggered about the fucking <laughs> the podcast uh, getting all bubbly over here. <laughs> we, have, we haven't had technical difficulties in a while. That Aside. was like, that's the first time I've ever had that. It was like, I was looking at my router. I'm like, it's it's fine. It just burped or something. Something yeah. reset. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Travis Dunn mentioned that I got more. Uh, they upgraded my speed. So they mentioned when they switched over Time Warner, switched over to Spectrum. And then when they came and installed my new uh, modem and stuff, they said, if in a few months, all of a sudden your speed is going to get upgraded from 60 to 100 because we're upgrading everyone's lines. And then I checked the other day and it was all of a sudden running at like 115 megs down and like 12 up. And I was very happy and it seems to be going good. Sweet, man. And that's that's kind of what, what, why I was confused and, uh, uh, and triggered there because... Um, yeah, that's weird. I actually pay. I pay. It's it. It's for like a uh, up to one hundred. I have yet to test it since I figured it out under like one hundred and fifteen. That's exactly where it it floats between. Nice. Uh, and as I say that, ooh, testing it now, one hundred and ten. Yeah, one hundred thirteen. Nice. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, Internet Squad Pod over, <laughs> and we're gonna get back into a uh, triggered fuck Avatar sequel Squad Pod because. There are going to be four sequels, not just one, not two, not three. We ain't talking four Avatar movies. We're talking about five total, total five, five total. So we're talking four new movies. I'm not going to see a single fucking one. I don't care. I've had enough of it. The first one I saw once and I laughed at it. I was like, this was the big thing. Like, okay, it's sparkly, but okay. He has sex with trees. Like, I don't give a damn. It's just... Did he have sex with trees? I don't remember. You could tell me that and I don't believe it. No, he does. Like, and it was just like, just because it's it's like the most dynamically uh, compromised sex with trees we've ever seen. Like, why is this something that we got to do four more movies? Like, he hasn't fucked a bush yet. We'll do that in episode two. (laughs) Revenge of the fucking... Alien sex. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what they they were doing their like tail thing and like hooking up with the with the wildlife and trading <laughs> sperms. Um, I just well, I don't understand it. I, I've had enough of it. The first one was enough. I don't. I didn't get it. I'm done with my rant. What did you guys think? What did you think? Well, it's space Pocahontas. Yes. First of all, um, I don't remember much. I only saw it once. I didn't really care to see it again. Not because I hated it, but I just didn't... It wasn't, like, on my list of, like, yeah, man, I really got to see that again. So, which is a bad thing in my book. Nicole Nicole Serrano said, JJ just rebooted Mopar. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. 
also, the amount of time he's taking to make these fuckers, the fifth one's not going to be out until 2100. Well, By the time we get it's done. It's supposed to cost $1 billion, but I, I think that's for all of them, to be fair. Yeah, it makes sense. So, <sighs> James Cameron, obviously, is a good director. Like, Terminator 2 is one of the best movies of all time. What, what are some other, like, major things that he's done? Titanic. Titanic. Terminator 1 and 2. Uh, let's pull that's it up. That's it? That's not it. That's I'm not a film buster. That's, that's all, all he's I done. Can that's think all of. he's ever done. Guaranteed, you heard it here first. That's all he's ever done. <laughs> and that gave him the funds to do fucking a billion dollar Avatar movie. Um, Alien. Oh, he did the Alien movies. Jesus Christ! It's on IMDb. Avatar two, three, four, and five. Avatar five is slated for 2025. I'm not gonna even be alive then. Who Isn't the fucking the Earth think the he Earth is? Earth's supposed to end like two weeks ago. Like, how are we going to make it to 2025? <laughs> oh, my God. Let me go back a we little got, bit. We got North Korea on our ass. We got the fucking <laughs> empire coming around the corner. We ain't going to make it to 2025. That's why he's going for it. A billion dollars. He said, I ain't going to be alive. Just give me the money up front, and I'm going to make some movies. <laughs> he's just trying to get some press before the world blows up. Yeah, this time he'll fucking apple tree, and we'll, we'll all... Ter <laughs> uh, Terminator. Uh, he did he did writing for Rambo 2 and Aliens, um, okay. Terminator 1 and 2, screenplay for True Lies. Uh, he did Titanic. Uh, Episode 5, Avatar. Strikes Back. Yeah, I mean, he's done like... Oh, that's the writing credits. Hang on. Director. Yeah, I mean... He doesn't have a huge fucking docket. But it's all big stuff. Aliens was huge. Terminator 1 and 2. Titanic is one of the biggest movies ever. I uh, honestly love Titanic. It's, it's a great. great movie. Yeah, it's great. And then Avatar. Who did... Uh, no, it was Steven Spielberg. Never mind. Hmm. I was going to ask um, Catch Me If You Can, which we actually watched this weekend. Let me tell you, if you are just a fan of actors... You Tom talked about Hanks, that movie before. Yeah. Tom Hanks in that movie and uh, Leo play off each other and um, uh, Christopher Walken's in it. Nice. Dude, those three guys are fucking amazing in that movie and they yeah, play off each it. other. It's like the, the opposite of uh, like a, a douche chill moment. The entire thing is the opposite of douche chill. You're just like so captivated. It's about like there could be a scene about uh, a father and son talking about, hey, what are we going to have for dinner? We ain't, we ain't having pancakes on my son's birthday. And I'm just like, I'm so captivated because it's Christopher Walken talking to Leo and I fucking love it. Okay? Time out, time in. James Cameron, get off the fucking set. I think you're, happy. Billion I think you're happy pissed for the first time ever. I'm trigger delighted. <laughs> trigger delighted. <laughs> Done. Um, fuck. Yeah, man. We're going to have a colony on Mars before Avatar 5 comes out. That's the summary. Wait, say that again? We're going to have a colony on Mars before Avatar 5 comes out. Dude, you know how many... That shit's going to premiere the at the fucking Mars Mountain Cineplex and a goddamn different planet. You know how many planet. years the podcast has been around if we keep going until 20 fucking 25? And we get shit on it then, too. Avatar premiere, 11-year anniversary. Mopar has 12 kids. <laughs> uh, I'm an executive at Disney. 12 but kids I'm is shitting. a lot <laughs> for you to well, have in get to eight going. years. Well, <laughs> just nonstop children. <laughs> oh shit! Um, so yeah, James yeah, Cameron so, is just in one of those unique situations where he like funds his own movies, so he can just do whatever the fuck he wants as long, long as he wants for whatever. But why? 
Because that's his little vision. It's like Lucas making the original Star Wars. Except instead yeah, he, of having... He didn't have a billion dollars to do <laughs> I it. I know. Instead of having no money and no connections and like making everything like kind of haphazard and pulling it together at the last minute, James Cameron's taking 30 years to make a half a movie. Yeah. With all the money. <sighs> I don't all know. Right. I'm do, done. I'm done with that. I'm I sorry. Do I got. Of, I just. It's okay. I saw that today, right before we started recording, and I was like, "This has to be a joke." It's on Who's IMDb. Who's gonna sit there and watch four more Avatar movies? It's on IMDb. I can't handle it. It's there. Uh, let's 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 quickly jump into the Han Solo images that uh, Roy Rogers has been <laughs> fucking. <laughs> So I want someone to listen back to the show and just nail every single word that you've purposely gotten wrong or made up. <laughs> what is his name? Ron Howard. Roy Ron. It was close. It was Ron not. Howard. You got the R right, He's, and that is it. Start, I knew it started with an R, though. Um, um, if you So uh, if you click that link there, it shows all the pictures that he's posted on Twitter. And he's posting a shit ton. I'm sure you've all seen... Oh, my God. What just happened? Some of them from the... Uh, the Han Solo movie. It's coming up. So he's, since he took over, he's been posting, man, a picture like every day or every few days from the untitled Han Solo movie. And if you go just look at his profile on Twitter, you can see everything. Someone should make a, uh, a page. Just show everything that he's posted. I completely agree. <laughs> Actually, it was not bad timing. <laughs> No, Mopar's back with the beer. You ready to scroll through this? Yeah, let's scroll through this. Wait. Uh, Click that link. Open up Ron Howard's Twitter media page. What link? The link. Where are we here? Ron Howard, Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you act like you don't know what's happening, even though you do. Fucking Roy Rogers. No, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't staring at that, that exact thing. Okay, here we go. Uh, do so I got to click on media or something? Uh, yeah, click on media. Should already be on media. Okay, let's just scroll down. There's a bunch of pictures. Okay, so we got uh, had to say goodbye to my friend Paul underscore Betney today after another another terrific performance on set. He You're looks kind of dressed like uh, Luke Skywalker there, or uh, yeah, kind of ish. I thought he kind of looked like Han. Yeah, it's true too. <laughs> Okay, and then below that, we've got like an upgraded retro uh, steering wheel, which actually is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it looks like an arcade game, like that off-road arcade game. Yeah, so it's like inside he, of a speeder or something. Yeah, that's what I would, a, a TC-18 or whatever the fuck Han or Jungle Boy gets mad at or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Han and Mowgli. Jungle Boy. Yeah, Mowgli. totally. Totally. Uh, we're, I'm going to post a link to this shit because I know that 99% of you fucks are listening and not watching, so you can't even understand what's happening. So I'm going to post you a link to some stuff. But Ron Howard's been posting um, pics frequently from the, the set, which we didn't really get to see with Force Awakens. Like We kind of had to wait for those official Empire Magazine so and Vanity Fair... Like magazine spreads, but like he's posting like something a day almost. It looks like. So go down. It's August eighteenth. He has a, like a ten second video of something smoking. Yeah. 
Uh, it, it looks like just a, a piece of the set, but you see him like roll down into some like junk and shit. Space debris. That's cool how they have it like steaming. That's cool. All yeah, right. It's like something got caught on fire. <laughs> got some pictures of Chewbacca. I think, I, I, I'm, I'm excited because I think he has a straight, a straight vision and he knows what he wants. He's not just throwing a movie together. I feel like he's so driven and knows exactly how he wants stuff, how it's going to be said, you know, how it's going to be shot. Everything he puts... So I'm not a big, like, Ron Howard buff, and I, I don't even know if I've seen every single thing of his that he's done, but I could just tell from the way that he operates. It's like you just said, like, he has a vision for, for things. Like, he always... Everything he does is always extremely well-produced. Even if it's not the biggest blockbuster in the world, it's always, like, a really well-made movie. Well-produced, well-thought-out, well-written. Well, and you got to think like he started as Opie when he was like fucking four years old. Like he's been around this industry his entire life. If there's anyone that knows how to do this shit, it's him. Yeah. And as I always famously note, he's the narrator in Arrested Development, which I love. So, um, if he you just, scroll down, he just knows how stuff works. Yeah. If you go to August 16th, you can see it looks like the Death Star Troopers big obnoxious black helmet sitting on an imperial console of some sort yeah you think all right so based on this picture alone we haven't really talked about the han solo movie except for the director thing based on that picture do you think the whole backstory of him used to be an imperial stormtrooper and quit and became a smuggler do you think that has any relevance still i think there's strong relevance because i I think that is one a huge selling point and a great story of how him and and Chewie met, and it gives so much relevance to where they are, and then it gives so much so much backstory to like Chewie's feeling when Han dies. Like it it, it builds upon what we already know is a great relationship, and what we've seen, but we don't know where it came from. So it's almost like a prequel. To Han's life right. and what he's what we've already seen, so yeah, absolutely, I think it, it, that could work perfectly because he gets put in like bad situations. But the only the only thing I have to say against that is we're running into like a Finn thing right now, where okay, I was sent to do something bad, I don't want to do that, so I'm going to save this furry bitch because he's the biggest thing, and he and he can provide like cover for me, so I'm going to get out of here. Actually, he's kind of cool. Let's start drinking some. Uh, you know, galactic ales and moving out of here. Um, let's get a fast shit. Fuck it. I think it, um, <clears throat> yes, his relationship with Chewie, obviously, is going to be in the mix. But I think if he was an Imperial, an interesting arc for him is he's involved with the Empire. He quits because he thinks it's fucked, becomes a smuggler. And by the time he meets um, Kenobi and Luke, He's purposely trying to stay the fuck away from that because he knows how much of a hassle it is. And he gradually gets wrapped back up into the bullshit and the drama of the Empire and the Rebellion, even though he knows he's been there before and he doesn't want to be stuck in that shit. He just happens but to be there anyways. It almost legitimizes his decision to actually come back and help them because yeah. he knows like what it's all about. Yes, and if we've learned anything he- from Rogue One as a, a prequel making the... Uh, the subsequent movies even more impactful. It's not a. It's not a bad play for them. I, I yeah. In those yeah, like you said, it's very very weird to have Death Star shit it's in literally a Han Solo the movie. Death Star Troopers helmet. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. There's a. Uh, there's I, I know. A, I, I'm. I'm excited. If that's where they're going with it, I'm really truly excited because one, that's pulling legends. Two, it makes fucking sense. And three, it makes everything else better. So yes, do it. Oh man, yeah. I. It's gonna be great no matter what. I love it. I'm excited. Just I don't know. Sometimes I get a little too excited. And two, just like, I want everything Star Wars, so give me all of it, and I don't care. And that's not the best thing to do, but I'm fucking geeked for this shit. Which, so with everything, with that all said, I am still more worried about the Han Solo movie than any of the other movies so far. Um, Obviously, because of all the issues they've had, with all the changes they've had, with the fucking acting lessons that they got to go through, they got to (laughs) teach... They got to teach Chewbacca how to fucking have a French ass- accent and shit. And it's getting fucking weird. But uh, <laughs> uh, in uh, Roy Rogers, we trust. Or Ron Howard. What the fuck? Rogers Mort Howard. <laughs> he, uh, he also posted a picture that looks like the Spice Mines of Kessel. Which could play into the fact of us seeing the Kessel run on screen. I don't know if you saw that one. So if you scroll up to September 20. It's a the caption says spicy and it looks like a mine, mine shaft. Yeah. So spice mine has a castle, castle run, twelve parsecs. I think we're gonna see it. You know, I have a I have a feeling just just as a reference point, they're gonna do the Kessel Run, but it's not gonna be like people do the Kessel Run as a race. I have a feeling that he's actually going to be running from someone and actually do the Kessel Run in less than everybody's done it because he's running for his goddamn life. It's going to be something stupid and weird like that, but it makes sense. Like they have to make shipments from point A to B and they always make it in this time, but Han Solo blows them all away because he's about to get blasted into oblivion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, And in episode seven, when... uh, I was really trying to pay attention to dialogue last time I watched it to see like what they're saying, how they're saying it, why they're saying it, what what's going on. And there's many mentions to like the person who owned this thing really knew what they were doing with like all these upgrades, like these YT freighters or whatever the fuck the the, the thing is. Um, they're all just like this is supposed to be junk. But when Ray jumps on it and she starts looking around, and starts turning shit on, she's like what the fuck is all this? Like, this is not standard. Like, this is... We're going to get the fuck out of here. Let's do this. So... Like, it wasn't supposed to be that awesome of a ship, but he made a lot of special she said modifications it was garbage, himself. In a, in a general sense, it is garbage, and it won't get out of it its own way. But Han Solo knows a guy who knows a guy who can get <laughs> Hemis for free. So, let's do it. Install <laughs> that fucking Hemi in there. Hemi hyperdrive. Yeah, so... Yeah, everything I'm seeing from... Um, Roy Howard is making me excited for the movie. And I'm, I'm especially geeked that we don't have to wait that long for it. We're going to get The Last Jedi, and then we got five months, and then we're going to see Han Solo. And then, I guarantee you they're going to they're gonna pop it back, man. That's impossible. And then we have the longest wait of all time. I shouldn't say that because we were in the prequel era. But we have the longest wait that we're going to have for a while is from May 2018 until December 2019 for episode nine. That's going to be rough. Wow. Yeah, because we're not getting anything next year later on, Christmas time. Yeah, because they I, they confirmed that they're not bumping Han Solo back, and they did bump Episode Nine back because they wanted to switch everything back to the May release dates. 
So episode they switched Han, and then and then episode nine was supposed to be May 2019, and then what the director changed, and now JJ's back. They pushed that to December, so now we're back on a December schedule. So yeah, we're gonna have quite a long stretch. So what uh, what what's the release date of the teaser for eight now? Where are we at now with the trailer? Uh, next Monday, October 9th, during Monday Night Football, supposedly at halftime. Because obviously a trailer is going to be, you know, anywhere from two to four minutes long. So they need the extra time for commercials. So, uh, but yeah, so it's supposed to be soon. Eight freaking days, man. We've got the Battlefront 2 beta and the episode eight trailer. It's going to be an exciting two weeks. We're going to be watching that shit, breaking it down and analyzing everything. It's an exciting movie. Ooh. Um, uh, and, we heard, and we heard recently that, uh, the running time, sorry, running time for episode eight is supposed to be 150 minutes, which is two and a half hours, which is the longest Star Wars movie we've ever seen. PG-13, two and a half hours. Jesus, why isn't it just R? Someone needs to say, out of order, fuck, and get it's it over It's not going to happen. The same way we're never going to get any like recognition from Lucasfilm or Disney's because they have to do the fuck. kid stuff, man. We, we drink too much. <laughs> I'm gonna drink. Cheers to that. That's the cheers. Okay. I'm out, but <laughs> fake cheers. <laughs> what else we got on the uh, good old shit? Um, I lost. Here, I'll try to bring it back up. Star Wars. The games. last big thing that you had was the list of Star Wars games. Yeah, I had a list, and then obviously my internet just burped. So um, <laughs> that's the best way to put that ever. Oh, that's hilarious. Best Star Wars games. Let me put in the number 50 because th that was what I was looking at. Here it is. Um, so I came across a list. I always like lists because one, it, it, it's it's which we may need to get into because uh, it's someone's opinion. It's someone's hard opinion. They, they ranked shit. And when you do that, you really start playing with uh, people's emotions because... You know, your fifth number 50th ranked Star Wars game might have been the one that like someone got into. And that's the reason why Star Wars is a big thing in their life. That's why timing um, and nostalgia is so important. Yeah. Um, and that's why the prequels suck and uh, the original trilogy is awesome because fuck that. <laughs> that I didn't grow blows. up. Yeah. You know, I'm old. Um, <laughs> so what I was actually going to do, um, I was going to do the bottom 10. And then the top 10, because I was looking at this shit and the bottom 10 is just as interesting uh, as there, the top 10. I have to imagine there's a lot. I don't know those 50 Star Wars games. If you asked me, I would have guessed 20 tops. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guarantee I, there's a lot well, in here. And maybe they include all the Lego Star Wars games, but there's probably a lot in here that I don't even have never heard of. I will tell you that the, there are Lego Star Wars in here, um, but between the PC games... Um, there's there's a lot more than you think, um, so okay. Let me let me Kick run through this. Um, so the the first uh, actually okay. So number fifty. So the last on the list. They're saying this is a bad game. <laughs> uh, the the paragraph here says if someone told you there was a Mortal Kombat game in the Star Wars universe, wouldn't you buy it? Um, so there is yeah. a uh, a versus a game, game, yeah, called Master of Terrace. Cassie, Cassie, um, it's a shining example of how poor execution can result in the worst game you've ever played. Um, 
I watched a little YouTube video. It's atrocious. Like there's hand to hand combat between like Boba Fett and and like <laughs> Vader. Uh, so Jason Boyd actually used to have this game for PlayStation, and I remember playing it. And it was really, really I've, I've never seen literally it. Literally, just makes Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter with uh, Star Wars characters. And that was it. I remember actually liking it a lot, but I was also so PlayStation. I mean, I was also like twelve, so I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Do you want me to share my screen so you can see the list that I'm looking at? I'm on the same list. Okay, cool. Um, moving down to number 49. Uh, uh, Star Wars uh, Yoda stories for Game Boy Color. Uh, during this game, Luke Skywalker must train with Yoda on the planet Dagobah. But instead of some cool training challenges, Yoda sends Luke on missions to other planets to do stupid tasks that seem like busy work. Um, the game <laughs> level structures is really out of sync and confusing, and the animation graphics are some of the worst on the Game Boy Color. Um, a horrible, terrible, no good game that I hope you've never played. Um, so it, it looks like an aerial view, almost similar like a uh, Zelda game. Yeah, it's classic um, uh, like overhead Game Boy game. But I'm I'm just picturing like, hey, go pick up like my Sith laundry on this planet. <laughs> so you got to go and like fight people off to get his like jock strap and shit off of like uh, uh, Dantooine. His um, jock strap. <laughs> his training jock strap. Yeah, um, it looks like a, the worst Zelda game you've ever played. Yeah, very, very. And they do have a point. Like even though Game Boy Color graphics are like bad, that looks really bad. Like yeah. that is... 10 years before Game Boy Color bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does, look, it, lo it does look pretty atrocious. Um, now, the next one, 48, is a very interesting, just terrible idea. So, Connect Star Wars for the Xbox 360, 360 is a dancing Star Wars game. Uh, now, I, I will share my screen so the people can... Uh, or or do you, can, you, can you add it later? Or do you want me to... You can share it. I, Okay, I'm going to share my screen here because I want you guys to be able to watch this atrocious thing called a fucking video. I was offended when I saw this. Oh, let's play this. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my God, Vader's like getting ready. It, it's it's douche, douche chills already. He's walking into a goddamn party already. <laughs> Oh my god. Guys. 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 I can't handle it. R2's freaking out. <laughs> Why would they ever then, do that? And they even have like named moves. So this is the Jedi Dodge. The Jedi oh Dodge. God. The Camino Wave. How fucking embarrassing would it be to have been on that de uh, development team? Like, oh, you, uh, your task oh, for this month the is... The TK421. Great. Your task for this month is to name all of these Jedi dance moves that we have to do. <laughs> That's so fucked, man. So sometimes, like, there is one thing that people have complained about Disney owning Star Wars. I think this was slightly before Disney had Star Wars. But one thing that people have complained about that's legit is, like, the over-commercialization of things, which I understand. And we've seen before those fucking BB-8 oranges and I saw a Porg fucking toilet seat today on Twitter. 
Like there are some things where they go a little bit too far. And it's the just fact ridiculous. That Darth Vader is doing dance moves called the the TK421 just makes me want to force choke somebody. We're moving on. 47 uh, Star Wars <laughs> Obi-Wan for Xbox. I have never even heard of this game. They don't even have a, a, a teaser for it. Um, much like the Star Wars prequels, Obi-Wan deserved better than this game. Ooh, they're already taking shots. I've seen uh, the um I've seen you've the seen cover. gameplay. No, I've seen the cover, but I haven't seen gameplay. And this video that they have here is uh, unavailable. So all right, we'll just move right on. I, I don't know. I, I would like to tell more, but uh, moving on, 46 is uh, Star Wars Flight of the Falcon. It's for Game Boy Advance. Um, you know, I always call it advanced. Like it's like it's advanced. Yeah. yeah it's it's the next not one. Game Boy Advance. It's Game Boy Advance because it's been advanced from its fucking previous. Shut the fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, when you're talking horrible Star Wars games, it's difficult to leave out Flight of the Falcon for Game Boy Advance. In all honesty, there weren't really any good Star Wars titles on uh, Game Boy Advance, but this one is exceptionally bad. The story takes place during the original movies. This aerial attack game had the longest levels you could ever imagine. Horrible gameplay and horrible graphics. Um, you can see the picture of it. like It looks like a loading screen or like the title screen for oh the, my uh, God. the game. I'm it's watching like, some of the video right now. Jesus. I got I to gotta play it too. That's bad. Oh my gosh. And it's like Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah, that's atrocious. It's got terrible graphics. And they weren't they weren't joking. Like that's that's Galaga like bad. Like it's a 3D Galaga. They didn't do anything upgrading anything. They, you can go you can go like wow. I I'm I'm speechless. That's bad. I'm moving on. I can't I'm look at that speechless. any longer. Oh my god. The fucking towers on the Death Star trench run look like forts from Age of Empires. All right. I'm done. Jesus. I've had enough. Um, Maybe we should I, I skip ahead a little bit. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I, I was just going to say this. So we got one, two, three, four. So those were the bottom five. Um, so not everything Star Wars is amazing. Um, it happens. Let's, it happens. Let me hit on a few as we scroll up towards the, the top, though. Force Unleashed 2 is number 40. I actually, actually, I don't want you to do that because I want to go through the top 10. And Fuck. not have you spoiled uh, okay. to see what's not in the top 10. Okay. I'm forced not spoiling myself. So moving on to All right. uh, number 10, Rogue Squadron 2, <laughs> uh, Rogue Leader. So I know there was a Rogue Squadron for... Um, uh, N64. Three, no. Yeah, N64. So this must have been the sequel to it, Rogue Squadron 2, for Rogue GameCube. Leader for GameCube. <laughs> Um, I'm surprised. I've never played this game. I actually didn't mind the first one. Um, it was actually a very playable, fun game. Um, I know everyone raves about Rogue Squadron for the 64. I have never been good at flying games ever. So I just never really played it. I own it. I just, I have it because it's a Star Wars game and it has our name on it too. I just, I just never play it. I've been terrible at flying games forever. It was, uh, it, it was, if, if I had to put it into a basket, it, it would be, um, it would be, what am I trying to say? Uh, Star Fox. It was Star Fox Star Wars. That's exactly what it was. It was the same flight pattern. It was the same. It, they just put Star Wars stuff uh, over it. Um, but with that said, Star Fox was awesome. It was, it was groundbreaking. Um, so uh, I understand. 
I've never played that one, but uh, I understand. Um, moving on to number nine, Star Wars Trilogy. It was an arcade game. So this is very unique because I have never, never heard of this. And I think that might be bad on my part. Neither have I. Um, I never really read- was into the arcade though either. Yeah, I'm gonna read this. Uh, this is an uh, this is a game for which you make a special trip to the arcade and bring your laundry money. Each part of the game is a lot of fun and full of high energy that really utilizes each vehicle from the original trilogy, including the speeder bike and the snow speeder on Hoth. At the end, you fight in a lightsaber duel with Darth Vader. Add a little extra to it and put a black glove on your right hand to make it more realistic. Uh, it doesn't really even say too much about the game. I'm going to look at some quick gameplay here. Yeah, I'm seeing the trench run. Yeah, I, it's I, that's like what I'm looking first at. It's person cockpit kind of thing. And you can... So I'm wondering if it has like an actual gun that you're like aiming. Yeah, probably like a joystick that you hold like you're in the cockpit. But yeah, okay. it, look, it just looks like it goes through a few classic parts of Star Wars. I see Hoth, I see Endor, I see the trench run... And then, yeah, you fight with Darth Vader at the end, it looks like. Luke and Vader at the end of 6. And you're just, like, Whoa. moving your lightsaber at the right time. Looks a little silly. I don't know how this could be ranked number 9, but that's great. Yeah, it must have just been a cult classic. But uh, moving on. Number 8, obviously, the first Battlefront for Xbox Fuck and PlayStation yes. 2. Um, this one speaks for itself. Well, at least for us. Um, this was one of the very first games that really got us back into Star Wars gaming. Um, I could barely... Uh, do you remember the first time we saw that game? No. So, about to give you a fucking throwback retro nonsense right here. So, we were at one of the classic poker parties at our friend Sean's place in Grand River. Yeah. And, our, and our boy, Kevin who used to pronounce Palpatine's name Darth Sidious by mistake. I, that's why we're not friends with him rolls anymore. Rolls in with an Xbox and a copy of Battlefront, which we had never played before. And he throws the shit on the screen. We go the Hoth battle. We're seeing walkers. And we're just like, this is Star Wars Call of Duty, where this has been our whole lives. That was like a game-changing moment for us. That like, Life-changing. Really, Life-changing. Universe galactic changing. That got us back into Star Wars, man. Yeah, I remember that vividly. And then I do remember the next year, the day after Halloween, me and you and Iker were at GameStop at 9.55 a.m. ready for Battlefront 2 to get it the, mor- the morning that it came out. That was, uh, we skipped school for that, didn't we? Yeah. We, we left school <laughs> yeah. early for Halloween and then we partied all night and then we skipped school the next day to get Battlefront 2 and play it all day. And we, we found that <laughs> assault mode on Miles Eisley and just, it was over at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's man. funny. Yeah, dude, Battlefront, Battlefront just like knocked it out of the park. That was the something first one that... f- for how like game changing or uh, whatever changing it, it was. It is still somewhat glitchy. Um, it's not as smooth, and that's what and they fixed all that with Battlefront too. So, um, but it, it, it was just one of those things that it just kind of set the plane, and you're just like, dude, they can do this. Look at you know, I didn't know there could be an all out war. In the Star Wars universe, right. they're just gonna throw fifty of us out there, and they're just gonna be like, "Dude, win!" Yeah, dude. I love it. I love yeah. it. Uh, moving on, number seven, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast. Um, yeah, that's one we gotta talk about. So I, I started the Jedi Knight series with. Uh, it was the second one, so not Dark Forces, Dark Forces Two, 
which was like the Jedi Knight one. So there was two under the Jedi Knight one title of whatever you want to say. And then there was two under, I believe, uh, uh, the Jedi Knight two outcast mm-hmm. and Academy. Um, this game was surprisingly great. I started with the first one. I was Kyle Katarn. I thought he was a little bit of a bitch. The game was kind of glitchy. Um, and it was more of a shoot 'em up. It was a first person shooter, but it was more of a shoot 'em up game. And the, and, uh, the guns were very, very strong in that game. So you never really whipped out your lightsaber until you had to. Um, Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcasts really fixed that. They, they focused on the lightsaber, and you really start getting into the force power side of stuff. Um, and uh, the way you could apply it. And it was a much smoother game and it challenged you in many different ways. Um, it was, I, I really truly, and to this day, I'll play this game. I, it's, it's exciting. It's cool. Um, the only downside is you are fighting uh, a Sith dinosaur. Um, oh, yeah. Dasan is yeah, just, uh, he, he's, a t, he's a T Rex with a human body. Jesus. Um, Not cool. I, I don't, yeah, it's, it's like if they just put a mask on him, he it would have been in a completely different game. Like, but they had to give him a fucking dinosaur head, um, just like in in, in uh, the Clone Wars cartoon when they had a, a general who was a shark. I'm like, I fu- I quit. I'm going home. I can't handle that stupid shit. The shark general. Yeah, there's some fucking dumb stuff. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm 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 actually very happy and excited to see it. Uh, at, at, even at seven, you yeah. know. Um, for it to even get close to the top five, I, I'm I'm happy with that. It's a good game. I hear people raving about Jedi Outcast all the time, and to and it's cool. And I think they might even be overdoing it with that uh, that screenshot there, where uh, Kyle Katarn's lightsaber is kind of scratching the uh, environment. It that happens in the game, and yeah. I think that was one of the big things. You'll leave marks, um, so it so was sweet. kind of like an environmental reaction thing too. Uh, the very, the very first ones of that. That's awesome. Um, we're moving quickly on. All right, guys. Uh, number six, Knights of the Old Republic two. There's obvious reasons it's uh, in the top bucket six. Um, the bad part of this game is that it was a rush to market. Its third act was left unfinished and unfulfilling. Now I have never gotten to the third act, um, so I just need to break down and play the whole fucking game and just tough it out. Um, I've heard from a lot of people that they did expand on a lot of the controls and the force powers and like the uh the way you level up and the abilities and things so it is it is somewhat better in those ways but one it's hard to be it's near impossible to be the story of revan it's like it's gonna be hard to top that and then yeah like it said in the first line a rush to market it the story wasn't as complete as it could have been yeah have you you finished the game no i haven't beat the second one Really, man, we're going to have to sit down and just uh, both of us are going to have to pile through that. Maybe by the end of this year, you and I can uh, make that happen. But um, as soon as the one is backwards compatible for original Xbox, I'm, I'm on it. I've been waiting to play that. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Moving on. So we're getting into the top five here. We're getting into interesting stuff. Uh, okay. Stuff I never Star heard of Wars before. Battle Pod. <laughs> I'm definitely clicking on this shit because I don't know what that is. Uh, they better have gameplay. Oh, wow. Oh, is this one where you inside the fucking... Like, it's one of the arcade games that has the giant container that you actually sit inside. Oh, oh that was okay. pretty sweet. No, that makes sense. Uh, it looks... It's like a first-person shooter, except you're in, in a uh, ship. Um, classic arcade game. No, that... It does... It, it looks great. 
It looks fun because you're constantly all over the place and there's new shit in front of you. Yeah, um, and it looks, it looks like, like a, a combo game. Like a curved screen is in front of you. And let, just like it says, Battle Pod, like you're in this pod. It's pretty intense, man. It actually says, alert, destroy the exhaust port. <laughs> nice. So we're, we're getting into the, uh, the trench run here. Okay. Oh, there's some okay. shots from Hoth, man. This is pretty intense. So yeah, it says here yeah. that the uh, it's the latest Star Wars arcade game. It's only available in certain areas. There's actually a locator page to find one at an arcade that you can play. Um, oh, so it's that new. So yeah, so it's kind of like that that Star Wars arcade game that we were talking about early on, but just newer oh. and much fucking better. New, better, or, or monster better. Just. Uh, do some live streaming. Oh, they want to see this game, huh? No, they want to see. Uh, they want to see us play Kotor. Oh yeah, yeah that ain't happening because I ain't fucking around. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> Not right now, but it'll be happening. Uh, Battlefront Two. Obviously, we just got sing done singing the praises of the first one. <laughs> uh, the second one are very obvious. It's for PlayStation Two, PSP, which is actually quite that. That's a notable. That's notable information because to be able to play Battlefront 2 on a fucking handheld game is astounding. And I remember we were playing it in like chemistry class or aiding for a, a teacher. I just remember that because somebody posted a meme and it was like this kid in class with a clone helmet on and like his folder was up on his desk so you couldn't see what he was doing. And it was like when the teacher thinks you're studying, but you're actually capturing a command post. <laughs> he just had the fucking thing. And I was like, dude, we literally were doing that on the PSP. Trading off, um, just like making runs on uh, fucking Naboo and Kamino and shit. I, I mean, I kind of missed my PSP. It was a cool little thing. Uh, and with the dual, the dual... No, it did it have two joysticks? No, it only had one. I think it had two. Hell had yeah. Two. Um... It's it cool was a very playable game for how for how big of a game that was. It was actually quite playable. It was, I mean, it was a little difficult, but um, still very playable on the PSP. Um, Surprisingly, like 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 we've already announced with the new Battlefront Two, just squads and better graphics, and let's fucking make it happen. Just do this, but better. Yes. Um, so we're we're pretty excited, and we've talked about Battlefront right Two a million fucking times. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lego Star Wars series. So they're talking about pretty much everything. Um, actually, have you ever played the Lego Star Wars or any Lego? No, but Travis always gets all of them. Like all the Lego Star Wars and Harry Potter and things like that. He likes them a lot. They are very playable. Um, they're a little more like puzzle-y things sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but they're, they're really straightforward. They're easy to play. They're fun. Um, I don't know about number three, but uh, fair enough. I'll, I'll take it. <coughs> Uh, number two, Star Wars arcade game. This is the original, uh, the wireframe one. They have yeah. this. I remember we played this at 16-bit a few years ago. That's the first okay. time I had ever seen it. But yeah, if you if you play the video, you'll be able to see. It's like it's actually really fucking confusing to watch because it's all just like everything is just wireframe shape. Nothing's like yeah. colored in. So when you get into the mix of it and there's like a million TIE fighters coming at you, it's actually really fucking hard to see. But yeah, you're just in an X-Wing and you just fly in. You're like, it's just the trench run over and over again. So you're like you approach, you got to kill a bunch of TIE fighters on the way and then you get into the trench run. You got to evade things, evade the turrets and blow things up and then... Yeah. yeah, the little spot that I must be in the trench right now, but there's just like towers jumping up in front of me. Yeah. And it's, it's not even like a... Uh, 
a, a trench. It's, it's literally just like, it looks like uh, Washington monuments just jumping <laughs> up at my face. It kind of does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it was uh, 83. The first Star Wars mm-hmm. arcade game introduced in 83. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all you could do back then, but that was... It's a smooth game. It's just confusing as hell because it's all wires and stuff. Yeah, and this, this must be just a, uh, I mean, nostalgia. But it does look smooth, like you said. And it looks pretty simple outside of the everything's wireframe, which that's funny because I've never heard that, like, called that. But that's exactly what it is. Nothing's colored in. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Moving on. Dun, dun, dun. Obviously, Number we're one, fucking happy. you knew it. We're fucking happy. Obviously, KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. Drew Carpition, man on a mission, who I'm fucking miss- completes my fucking uh, number one position. <laughs> number one position. Um, big obvious reasons. Uh, it was. It was. It, it, this. This. And we've said this before. But the first time we saw this game, I remember we were at Fye in the Great Lakes Mall. Was East, it Fye East, or was uh, it Best Buy? I thought it was Best Buy. No, it was FYE. I remember specifically. They had it in the corner. And I was like, why is this here? And you you and I looked at each other like, oh, a new Star Wars game. And we looked at it and it was like the opposite of an action game. And we're like, this is the worst game ever. And then <laughs> I and then I forget what happened. One of us got it or someone got it. And we started playing it. And we're like, this is the best game ever. Um, and then obviously you get into the plot and the and the whole big twist, and you're just like like yeah. my life is I know nothing. I'm like John Snow <laughs> over here. I do remember we were kind of pissed at first because we didn't understand quite how the uh, RPG thing worked. And we were um and we had no idea about the plot. So you obviously don't know that you're gonna be a Jedi at some point. So we played the first few playthroughs only with blasters and trying to figure out what the hell was going on and why we were so terrible at the game. But come to find out, it was just it's fucking hard to play when you're using blasters only. Got to switch. And then once you find out you're Jedi, obviously you want to start the game using swords and melee weapons so you can be better with your lightsaber. And then from there, it was well, just and, fucking great. And it's a, uh, uh, what is it, dice roll game? What, what do you call that? A uh, Yeah. A RPG. Uh, turntable. Turntable game. Not a turntable that, game. Kind of. Turn, you, you select your shit and then they get to attack. And it, it's turn loosely based. based on it. Turn-based, turn-based. Um, a turn-based game where you select your stuff, they you attack, and then you get to fu- and you go back and forth. Um, it's not a loosely uh, attack-based game like a like a uh, Mass Effect where you actually get to shoot whenever you want. Um, yeah, yeah. So that take that, a turn. that can be a big hurdle to to jump, but uh, overall, it, I I would almost say that the story, and I don't mean anything bad outside of this, the story carries the whole fucking thing. The graphics really aren't that great. It wasn't that game changing, but you get They're to go good. to cool. They're really well, I good. Mean, I, I, I didn't. I don't even mean. I don't mean anything by that. I'm just saying <laughs> I know. they weren't groundbreaking. Um, 2003, uh, but you, you do get to explore new planets, which is fucking cool. You get a, an entire new story in a era that you've never even heard about. Um, so all of that, you get to see ancient Sith. You get to see like Sith ghosts and and start interacting with them and learning more about like what the Force like potential for like force plague that's an awesome fucking thing are you kidding yeah. me that's awesome force kill force dump uh, i win the game i'm force kill force death no it was, it kill. was force kill because it was choke something and then kill 
Choke, uh-uh, and then kill. <laughs> Fuck around and die. <laughs> Fucking no. Uh. I'm glad that's number one. Nothing else. Nothing else deserves. No, that's to be what it was. One. Force wound, choke. Kill. Yes, yes, yes. Correct, correct. Force injury. That's that's where you start. <laughs> yeah. Force paper cut. Fucking break your elbow. <laughs> Force paper cut. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm glad that is number one, man. There's nothing else that I could picture. And then soon, hopefully, Battlefront 2, the new Battlefront 2 will be number one. Maybe. I could see it. Possibly. But uh, I hope it doesn't. I hope it does break into the top fucking 10. I don't think it will. I think it will. Force fuck those people up. Well, <laughs> motherfuckers. Well, 118 down in the fucking drain with it and Pennywise. <laughs> We're thanks, done. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. This has been a great episode. It's been a lot of fun. Not as um, outrageous and ridiculous as last week, which was a lot of fun, just in a different way. Motherfucking Lord Kerner in the house. Balls deep. Balls deep. Balls Crazy. deep. We got some we're we're trying to do things. more and more highlight videos of uh, different conversations, different crazy stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's a lot of work, so uh, we're going to keep plugging at it. Um, but if you guys want, you guys can head over to YouTube and you can catch all of our highlight stuff. Uh, hopefully that stuff will start to translate into like Instagram posts and that, and that sort as well. Um, but if you just want to get it all, fucking YouTube, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes and make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Remember, we have a Captain Rex Black Series giveaway. This motherfucker right here may or may not be promised to Scridota Jones, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, we're doing a giveaway of that, so tune in next week. Uh, we'll be live Sunday night, October 8th. Make sure you're on YouTube. You got to be live to win it, and we will send this. You got to be alive and alive. Be live and alive and with us. And Yep. And More than most we'll, of it. We'll send you this motherfucking new Black Series exclusive. So, um, oh, note to our Patreon people that are already signed up for Patreon. Make sure you get the app and log in and turn the notifications on because we've been sending you some shit and I don't think you've been seeing it because only like two people have been seeing the shit. So you're missing out on some of the stuff that you're paying your money for. So make sure you get the Patreon thing and log in. So you can see all the extra goodness. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Pa Patreon is a thing. Uh, we're going to say it again. It's a real thing. Patreon.com slash Rogue Squad Pod. A uh, couple dad terries here, a couple dad terries there. Uh, would it go a long way? We appreciate everybody. Uh, one out of one out of fucking 100 for my beer because it was expired. Yep. One out of three for mine because it was 37%. So we've had enough of it and we're going to end it there. <laughs> Thanks, guys, uh, for tuning in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs>